0: Hey y'all, it's Lara. I just wanted to give you a heads up that the episode this time is kind of rough with audio. Um, Amber's mic wasn't working quite right, so you're going to hear like a weird echo and maybe some distortion sometimes, so we do apologize for that. Although if you've, been a, if you've been with us since the beginning, you already know we're a hot mess, so we're mildly professional. You know how it is. Uh, I hope you can still get something out of this episode and enjoy.
1: What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and Mara. And today is our season finale. Woo! Episode 8, Season 3. Roll that intro.
2: We got two gals from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition And go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go
1: <laughs> We're back. I was playing the piano on my microphone. Oh, it's a nice. little mini one.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It's like the mini violin.
1: Like, oh <laughs> yes, the mini violin. You know what? I just did a thing that I'm going to try to stop doing. But I watched this one person's podcast and they mute the other person's microphone. Like when they're talking, you know how sometimes we just get really excited and talk over each other? Mostly yeah. me <laughs> um, they, like, record so separately and just mute the other person's microphone.
0: That is hilarious. So
1: that for the listener, it just sounds regular. But then, <laughs> but then you can see if you watch the video that one person's talking, but it's not coming through.
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that so much. I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, today, guys, we have a few things to talk about. We're finally going to get to the crap shoveling dilemma. We're going to talk about... Look,
1: it's not even going to be that exciting.
0: No. <laughs> no. We
1: just have to talk about it.
0: Um, then we have a follow-up from my friend who um, we talked about her situation on um, last episode. Let's call her Savannah. Savannah. Okay. So Savannah wrote in with some more details and had a statement she wanted me to read for her that has more details and did kind she, of her perspective.
1: Did she listen? To yes. The episode? Oh,
0: yes. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I told her I'd try to edit this episode tonight and get it sent to her or to send her a, um, what our final thoughts were, like so. We'll have to try to do that. But so we're going to talk about that a little bit and help try to see if we can help her with her vacation scenario. And then we're going to do a couple personality quizzes, or a personality quiz, and then some updates. So that's the agenda for the day.
1: Are we starting with the personality quiz? Sure. Okay. All right. So you're going to read the prompts? Yes. Okay, I'm excited. What's this quiz telling us today?
0: This is what they call a relational psychology test. The answers to these questions indicate relevance to values that you hold in your personal lives. Okay. All right. And this is from Higher Perspectives.
1: I like it.
0: It's kind of a spirituality based apparently, but I don't know how much that's true versus like how much it is just a personality thing. It's under like it's tagged under spirituality as well. Huh. So we'll see. I like higher perspectives. Mhm. All right. The let's... view is
1: better from the high road. Ah. Mhm. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Moving
0: on. Unless you're passing like a landfill or something, like <gasps> I'm mm-hmm. sure it's
1: better than the low one. Unless you're, closer you're... <laughs> to the garbage smell.
0: <laughs> How do you? I forget who, which like singer it was, but some like I want to say it's like. Georgia Florida line or some band like that was driving over a bridge in St. Louis or something. I don't know any of these details but I know this story happened that they were driving on a bridge in their tour bus and whatever band this was dumped their um their uh sewage over the bridge into the water except there was a boat passing underneath <gasps> with like it was like a one of those fairies like it had a, a ton of people on it and they all got covered what? speaking of crap shoveling <laughs> they all got covered in poop after this quiz I'll look it up and get oh you God. like the details on that story because it's wild
1: it's definitely Florida Georgia line though isn't
0: it what did I say Georgia Florida line I think so yeah okay Yeah. no you're totally right I just was trying to th- I'm so focused on who was it really I think it was the country singer though That's why they're stuck in my head, but
1: anywho. I must know. I'm so excited. (laughs) Stay
0: tuned. Stay tuned.
1: For not fake news.
0: So let's get to it. Picture yourself walking through a beautiful forest. The sun is out, there's a perfect breeze, it's just beautiful. Who are you walking with?
1: Okay, well, I'm literally sitting here with you, so of course (laughs) you're the first person that came to my mind.
0: You were the first person that came Uh, to my mind, too. (laughs) I think
1: it's because we're sitting here, but also because that could be true. A
0: hundred percent could be true. We used to go for walks together all the time.
1: But walking in the forest with you now
0: would not be as fun, but imagine (laughs) in the perfect scenario, I guess.
1: It wouldn't be not fun
0: it would be fun with me it's fine we can
1: just i would be worried
0: (laughs) we're just going through the arboretum that's all
1: yeah i think that's probably why okay so i would put laura
0: yep and you throw amber on there for me
1: we need to truly imagine ourselves in these situations and listeners also should imagine themselves and join
0: along yeah write down who are you walking with through this beautiful forest with the sun out
1: Beautiful forest. The sun is out. You're walking. Okay, who's
0: there? As you continue on your walk through the forest, you come across an animal. What kind of animal is it? I
1: have mine. Do yours. have yours? Mm-hmm. Okay, on three. But you go first.
2: <laughs> All right, bunny.
0: No, <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> I was thinking a beautiful walk, and that would be so scary. <laughs> bunny
1: was so the opposite
2: of where I went. Okay.
1: Mountain lion. That is so funny. A bunny. That is hilarious.
0: So you come up to the animal. What does the animal do? Mine is run away.
1: I was thinking like it would stare at me and then run away.
2: Okay. I don't know if that's Would you go with it stares at me? Sure. I'm gonna go stairs. Okay. You're walking deeper into the woods yet, and you come to a clearing.
0: There's a house in the middle of the clearing. How big is it?
2: Small. Mine is small, too. Small and cabin. Yeah, same. And then... Okay. Is it... Uh, fenced in or no? Mine was no. Mine is no as well. Okay.
0: You walk up to the door of the home and it's a bit
2: open. You enter and see a table. Describe what's on the table. Nothing. I said a candle. Kay. Like a candlestick situation, so if... To be more specific, so just remember that.
0: I a guess candle with stick. Sure. You finish looking around the house and leave out the back door. There's a huge <laughs> lawn and in the center is a garden. In the garden you find a cup. What is the cup made out of?
1: I immediately went to like a golden goblet.
0: Wow. Plastic <laughs> <gasps> like a reusable plastic.
1: A reusable plastic.
0: You know, like the
1: so just you know, like a Dickie's barbecue cup.
0: <laughs> no, like a like the cups at my house, the uh, the ones you can buy at Walmart. They're just like plastic um, dining glasses.
1: Okay, so a plastic dishwasher safe. Yes, cup. that's it. Got it. A
0: Dickie's barbecue cup. <laughs> I don't even know what that place is. I've never heard of this place. They
1: have You get a free ice cream cone, unlimited, with your meal. Wow. Dickie's Barbecue, please sponsor.
0: (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) well, I can't say if they're good enough for us to be sponsored by them, but also I would like the idea of a sponsor, so.
1: I love Dickie's Barbecue.
0: So So what do you do with the cup?
1: I mean, there's so many other things I need to know before I figure out what to do with this cup.
0: Well, mine was I was going to, um, I was going to, like, look at it some more, like, um, analyze it.
1: I guess, because, I mean, I wouldn't take it, because I don't know whose it is. I mean, I just walked up in somebody's house.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. You're a brave adventurer.
1: And then walked into their garden and found a cup.
0: Yep. So what do you do with it?
1: Uh clean it off. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I like it. And you would look at it. Yes. Observe it. Observe. Okay, so, got it. Cup.
0: (laughs) As you walk to the end of the garden, you find yourself at a body of water. What kind of body of water is it? A lake, river, pond? Mine was a river. Mine was a pond. Okay. You must cross this water in order to get home. How wet do you get? Soaking. (laughs) Like, if I have to go through a pond...
1: I was thinking like just to my ankles.
0: Hmm. That makes sense. Ready for some answers? The person you were walking with is the most important person in your life. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> We've been knowing that. Yeah. Like we let's knew that. be
1: <laughs> We knew that already. So the person you're walking with is the most important person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: The size of the animal you come across.
1: Oh, God, what is it?
0: It's <laughs> the representation of the size of your problems.
1: Oh, great!
0: <laughs> when is since my. Ooh, mine is not a bunny size, all right?
1: <laughs> Laura, you got nothing to worry about. Apparently about. not. Apparently it's a rabbit with rabies. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm confronting a mountain lion. What's going on? mountain
0: lion! That is so funny. What's going on in my life
1: right now that I thought? Right. What I saw a TikTok about a girl, a woman, who went for a solo hike Mm -hmm. and confronted the mountain lion. So I'm pretty sure that's why I thought of that. Yeah,
0: that's crazy.
1: So this quiz is rigged. (laughs) Okay. So problems. Okay. Fine. And now what we're doing with our problems, I'm guessing, is the next thing.
0: So, if your action was more severe, it means you tend to be more aggressive. If it was peaceful, then more passive. I guess with whatever the animal did.
1: So, your bunny ran away.
0: So, it was kind of, which is peaceful, right? Because it's not, like, jumping towards. And mine just stared
1: at me, so. So,
0: pretty passive, I guess, for both of us.
1: So, we deal with our problems passively?
0: Mm-hmm. What is
2: shrugging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this okay. is not
0: the best quiz I've ever come across you
1: know what we're well not, we're
0: too far in
1: yeah we're not going to be critics today it's fine it's fine you know what if we thought everything related to us we'd be annoying it's true so here we are thinking that we don't do this with our problems
2: nope
1: because I don't think either of us are really passive with our problems
0: uh, sometimes I can be <laughs> Really? <laughs> like
1: Yeah, not I don't think so. No? No, not from my perspective. I think we both take action. Mm. Yeah. Especially compared to other people I know. Yeah. I mean I'll talk to other people who will be like, I need to do all of these things and then a week later, it's all the same things they still need to do. Mm. And I just don't feel like that happens with us. Yeah. I feel like we have problems and then we come up with an action plan to fix them
0: usually i would say that's accurate however i do sometimes when my depression's really bad i do see myself becoming more like yeah resolved to just accept whatever it is
1: well so then that's the difference again with these quizzes don't take into consideration that's so true neurodivergency and stuff like
0: that
1: wow we're different
0: we're just different different Mm okay so
1: this is deal with problems yep okay and then what
0: The size of your home is the representation of the size of your ambition.
1: Wow. So
0: small cabin.
1: I think we pictured a small cabin because we don't want to encounter Mm -hmm. some kind of mansion. I wouldn't walk inside a not peaceful looking massive house.
0: No. Absolutely not. Yeah. And you're just
1: coming upon it. Like I wouldn't. What this is so bizarre.
0: I know, but we're too far in. Oh gosh, okay. Fine, you know
1: what? We're just not ambitious people.
0: I guess not. <laughs> if there was no fence around the home, it may it means you tend to be more open. Sure. Sure. If what you saw on the table wasn't food, people, or flowers, it indicates some unhappiness. <laughs>
2: oh. Lovely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a candlestick. <laughs> you see a candlestick, I saw nothing. I saw an abandoned house, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I did envision, uh, like, a fire in the fireplace, but then nothing else.
0: But nothing else. Interesting.
1: And that is... What was it again?
0: Uh, The, uh, some level of unhappiness.
1: So we are unhappy, open people with no ambition. Yep. Who... Don't deal with our problems. Sounds
0: dead on to me. This is going really well. Yep.
1: Okay, what's
0: next? How durable the cup you found was is is representative of how strong your relationship is with the person in the first part of the story.
1: Oh, gee, thanks. (laughs) At least I'm dishwasher safe.
0: (laughs) At least you're not a barbecue cup, okay?
1: (laughs) I would have preferred to be a Dickies barbecue (laughs) cup. How dare you make me a Walmart <laughs> dishwasher, steak, dinner
2: cup, I made you a golden goblet.
0: A whole golden goblet, I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. <sighs> That's great, it's fine.
0: Well, what you do with the cup is representative of your attitude towards them. So I observe you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I just sit back and I'm like, wow.
1: And I clean you off. <laughs> you know, just trying to make it a little bit better. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just got a little bit dirt on you. It's fine. Just a little bit. I'm just going to. Oh, wow. I
0: do help
1: you clean, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Maybe that.
0: Maybe yeah. Maybe that counts. Well, the size of. The body of water is related to the size of your... I'll probably, in editing this podcast, just say, and for this part, you'll have to leave that a mystery.
1: <laughs> See link in description for See. what the body of water means. Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. All right. That this is, is a bunch of baloney. Yeah.
1: This whole thing... Guys, don't even, bother. don't even bother. No, don't... No. This whole thing is a bunch of baloney because you know what? It was very wrong. Yeah. I don't think any part of this was correct.
2: No. Not a single bit.
1: I mean, other than that we're walking in the forest together. Yeah. I don't think anything else tracked. No. I mean, I can't. Like, no. And I mean, I think we're both open people, but I think we have a lot of fences up too. So. Yeah. And some level of unhappiness. And technically, since I saw nothing on the table, you'd be, I'd be more unhappy than you. Yeah. What is happiness? What? I mean, I'm not a plastic dishwasher safe. (laughs) Walmart
0: cup. Actually, I think it was from Target, but, you know. (sighs) You
1: know. You are a golden goblet, though, Laura. Bless. You know what? That was great, but so wrong.
0: So wrong. So, so wrong.
1: It's fine.
0: But, as promised... As of August 8th of this year, so as of two days ago, it's been 18 years since a Dave Matthews Band tour bus dumped 800 pounds of poop on people on a tour boat under the Kinsey Street Bridge in Chicago.
2: It was a Dave Matthews
0: Band! Yep. Yeah, the equivalent of 55 gallons of sand. Sightseeing boat on the Chicago River below.
1: Like, imagine you're just chillin'. And all of a sudden, something yeah. is being dumped on you. Yeah. And you don't know what it is. I mean, would you rather not know that it was a bunch of sewage?
0: Mm, uh, you would have to know. There's no way to not figure that That's out. That's
2: true.
1: Oh, my gosh. The Dave Matthews band. What is Dave Matthews band saying?
0: Oh, shoot. Um, I don't know. But, continuing from USA Today... At the time, the Chicago Tribune reported nobody knew who was responsible for the dumping, but the incident was later connected to the band. The band later settled with the state of Illinois after a lawsuit was filed, the outlet reported, and the driver pled guilty uh, to reckless conduct and pollution charges. (laughs) On Monday's (laughs) anniversary, Chicagoans and and beyond took to social media to continue to remember that infamous day. Here are a few winners from that from that crashed into this story and then it's a bunch of tweets from um madeline the dave matthews band bus pouring feces off a bridge onto a sightseeing boat incident is officially a legal adult today heart 18 years flies by oh 18 years ago today slow motion and lean back were number one alien versus predator and spider-man 2 were in theaters everyone's dad was reading the da vinci code And the Dave Matthews Band dumped 800 pounds of feces onto a crowded (laughs) tour bus from the Chicago's Kinsey Bridge.
1: Oh. Like, who thought that was a good idea to just... Don't you have to dispose of that stuff in specific places? Yes!
0: They were just being lazy.
1: Uh, I mean, Uh. you're the Dave Matthews Band. Like, were they not making a lot of money? They can't make a pit stop to dump that somewhere legal?
0: I don't know, but apparently this is where it happened.
1: Oh, my gosh. You know what? And you know what? I wouldn't be as surprised if it was somebody like Motley Crue. <laughs> no? Because it was the Dave Matthews Band. I mean, well, I don't really know who they are.
0: Well, let's see. Dave Matthews Band.
1: What do they sing? I know songs by them.
0: I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, Crash Into Me, Crush, Ants Marching. Grey Street, where are you going? The
1: first song you read is Crash Into Me. What's crashing into them?
0: Poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh don't drink the water.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they did this on purpose.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. When the world ends, say goodbye. I don't know these songs. I know. Bartender? Is that the hey bartender? <laughs> or is that That's Morgan Wallen. I Wait. don't know. I don't sing country.
1: Well, you kind of sang a different song, but then it kind of sounded like the Morgan Wallen song. Oh, okay. I'm a little them. bit confused. Gotcha. But I don't think that's it. Gotcha. But what does the Dave Matthews band sound like?
2: Well, How yeah. do I
1: know their name? I can't, I can't have I their I know their name. their name, too. Do you need to connect to my Wi-Fi? No, it was not a matter of... That I have now? And it works? Seamlessly? Love it. Um... Like today I got home and I turned on my T V and then it just connected to the Wi Fi. Don't you love when that happens? Now, yes. I will never forget how frustrating that was to not have it do that. So Yeah. I'll be grateful for it every day. And I think being grateful is a solution to a lot of problems. Yeah. I agree. You know, like I'm so grateful I didn't get poop dumped on me today. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the little things. You know? And when you and that's why perspective is so good because when you know that somebody got food stumped on them eighteen years ago <laughs> and like maybe you had a little bit of traffic on your way to work today, it all seems
0: okay. It seems pretty alright, yeah.
1: <laughs> you and know it's not, it's not to say that, you know, what people go through doesn't matter and like your feelings aren't valid. Mm-hmm. It just makes you, you know, think a little bit. Maybe it's not too terrible.
0: You know, I'm I don't know how true this is, but supposedly science says that it's impossible to be in a bad mood and feel grateful at the same time.
1: I would hope that's true. And I would think probably it is.
0: Yeah, because that makes sense because I make it an active point like when I'm in a really upset mood or really mad about something. I try to be think about the things I'm grateful for, and that does
2: tend to help me be a little less moody. Yeah. So And it doesn't
1: mean that you don't still need to work through problems that you might be facing or maybe mm-hmm. make some changes, but it lightens the load. Yep. Just like the
0: Dave Matthews fan <laughs> tour bus. They sure lightened their load. <laughs> By a lot how
1: many pounds?
0: Wasn't it like eight hundred or some crazy number?
1: They sure lightened that
0: load. They sure did.
1: And I bet they were immediately not grateful that they did that.
0: Well, at first they weren't going to say, I wonder if the bus was full with them or if (laughs) along with poop, or (laughs) if it was just like, I don't know. I
1: cannot believe the turn this podcast has taken.
0: No, I know, right?
1: Welcome to episode eight. (laughs) (laughs) Season three.
0: This is what? Episode eight.
1: This is what we'd be doing. But hey. And, yeah, so the crap shoveler's dilemma, Laura.
0: Yes. Okay. Once
1: you figure out how much the poop weighed.
0: I think it was 800, but. Oh, shoot. 800 pounds. I'm trying to pull it back up. 800 pounds of poop.
1: Wow. Such a good memory. I know. 800 pounds lighter.
0: 800. That must have been a really good poop
1: (laughs) for somebody. Like, how long? was it sitting in there that's so bad because i've been camping before and got on my bike to ride around and accidentally went by the area where everybody dumps their stuff and it's not good yeah it is very not good but so you won't make that mistake twice nope um that would just really really be unfortunate to have been on there are there any accounts of people that were on the boat that day oh there were people on there yeah for sure to be talking about it. I mean, I don't know. If That happened to me. I'd be on this podcast so so immediately. Like,
0: guys, <laughs> y'all don't even know. <laughs> Boy, do we have an update for you? But somebody had to have got like pink eye from that.
1: I mean, yeah, it exits your body for a reason. So,
0: ugh. People mark anniversary. There's nothing. That's talking about it, about people's experiences. But I'll do a deep dive later and see if I can find something.
1: We'll give an update on Instagram if we find anything.
0: Yeah, but. absolutely. But okay, the, the crap book. shoveling dilemma. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about, who knew this podcast would be so much so full of it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've got a lot going on.
0: Oh man! But okay, so let me f- see if I can find a good way to explain this dilemma.
1: Oh, yeah, you could just read something. That would be nice. But this is all because of Laura's husband. He gave us a podcast idea, and then we just kept pushing it off. So, sorry. Sorry, Trentacles.
0: I know, Trenticles. I love that so much. Um, okay. So, nothing is written out. So, I'm trying to remember. I've got it. It is. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. The dilemma is... You're a manager, mm-hmm. and you, basically, a job needs to be done that uh, is yeah. mm-hmm. shoveling
2: crap. Yeah.
1: It has to be done. Make or break it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really important. So it's a high-priority item that must be done, mm-hmm. but it's a terrible job. So do you give that job to somebody who is really good that you know is going to get it done right every time, but mm-hmm. they're going to be unhappy with that. I mean, yep. it's crap. Yeah. Or do you give it to somebody who's not as good, mm-hmm. and You worry about all the time if it's getting done correctly, and it has to be done right? So what do you
2: do? That is such a good question.
0: Why can't it be a both situation? <laughs> it gets done quicker. Hopefully one teaches the other how to do it. So that in the future the other one knows how to do it. Yeah,
1: but they're not motivated. That was That's the thing. True. The other person wasn't as motivated to learn how to do it right or do it right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know that number one employee is always going to do it. But you might be risk losing them.
0: That is, and you know, I feel like I've been the crap shuffler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. The one who gets everything. Thrown at them? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what do you what's your take on it?
1: Remember, like, your husband said that somebody came up with a really good answer to
2: what to actually do, and I think it Oh, sorry, I'm getting a weird notification. Okay. But it was something about managing them differently. Here's the thing. Here's what I would start with. Mm-hmm. would be is it really necessary to have done perfectly every day? Mm-hmm.
1: Like is there a way that I could have that number one person, hey, I need you to do this on Tuesdays and Fridays?
2: Yeah. Right? hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know. I I hate turnover. I feel like there should be turnover mm-hmm. either
2: way. Mm-hmm.
1: So it just stinks. You need to just put them on a management path. You need to find other incentives. You need to, I don't freaking know.
0: I feel like the time that I was kind of a crap shoveler, I, um, I accidentally became it based off of the actions of other employees. So it was one of the jobs, part-time jobs. And, um, it, part of the job was cleaning the facility. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at one point I became one of like only two of the employees that would do the daily checklist and actually like be cleaning, not just check it off and say, Oh, I cleaned that and then just wiped it down. it, you know, like doesn't put any effort in. And I slowly became like the crap shoveler without the recognition. Cause like the, the company they knew they could rely on me to get the job done. Right. But I hated it cause it, because the other people weren't doing their part, it made it harder for me.
1: Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So, if you limited it to, like, my idea originally, that yeah. wouldn't actually work. Mm-hmm. Because they'd have to do so much extra to make up
2: for the other person not doing it. Yep. Yeah. So, it's hard.
0: I don't know. There would be literally a person that, I forget how they found out, but somebody... Realized that this person was only cleaning, like, pretending to clean and would get, like, the Swiffer duster and, like, sweep, or, and Swiffer the, uh, uh, front counter and just do that all day. Just, like, when they needed to look like they were cleaning, they would pick up the Swiffer and start just, like, dusting in the same spot. Oh
1: my gosh, I can't with people...
0: I know. I don't know how true it was, but that's what I heard, and I just thought that was so funny.
1: Oh my gosh! Look, I would just hope that I could inspire people, and then honestly, just bring in another person who would be a really good crap shoveler.
0: Yeah, like an a uh, like a a specific person too that their main focus is to be a crap shoveler, and they know that going in.
1: Or you would just or build a better team. Yeah. Of people who are motivated Mm -hmm. um, and figure out good ways to do that within the company. Yeah. And then you'd have multiple people who were really good at it. Mm -hmm. And then it could get to a point that you've got five people on a team doing all these other stuff plus doing the crap shoveling and you only have to shovel crap one day a week and as long as everybody pulls their weight, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We solved
0: everything. We're geniuses. Yeah. I
1: think so. I mean, the only issue is that we don't have your husband here to be like, well, no.
2: Well, actually. Yeah. Well, actually, this thing. That's how
1: I feel. Like, when I worked my job where I worked a lot of events, mm -hmm. I thought, okay, if there was another person Mm -hmm. who I could know, like, you know, you could stick to certain weekends. Like, if I knew I Mm -hmm. had to work the first and third weekend of every month, Mm -hmm. that would be a lot better than just always having to be available to work events.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's always crazy how, how much extra work it is in the beginning of getting a new person because of having to train them. Yes. Because it's like, it would just be quicker for me to do whatever it is.
1: And you cannot fall into that cycle.
0: Yeah. It's just like with kids and parents. Like, parents will put the kids' shoes on for them because otherwise it might take the toddler or whatever to forever to put their shoes on. And it's like, well, we got to run out the door.
2: Um, that's where it all starts, love
0: that's and you know ideally it would be a situation where it's like you teach the child independence to do it on their own but then sometimes you've got to get out that door so which is it gonna be take a while and teach them more independence or get out yes. the door
2: <laughs> always that
0: Ah, uh, i don't know good thing i'm not a parent because <laughs> you know
1: i mean look at the end of the day you're probably already a little bit late anyway just be another minute late and let your kid put their shoes on. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not a perfect parent. I ain't one. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to try my absolute best. And I always hear, like, it's really hard to be a parent. It's really hard to do those things that you're saying. Yeah. It's really hard to take that extra second. Yeah. But it can be so important for your child.
0: Watch us listen back in, like, 10 years and be like, we were such (laughs) idiots. (laughs) We thought it'd be so easy. I know um, I have friends who are parents, and they were like, I thought I had it all figured out. I Uh knew when I became a parent how I would do it, and then I laugh at that now.
1: (laughs) And sometimes your kids, yeah, they they throw curveballs. I know. Yeah. I know they do.
0: I know, because you're the oldest of, like, a few.
1: Yeah. Got a few in there. A couple difficult ones. (laughs) Just a couple? (laughs) All three of them. Yeah. I'm just kidding. My siblings are great. I love them. We get along great now, too. Yeah. But growing up, it ain't always peaches and cream. Not always (laughs) peaches and cream. But hey, you know what? All right, I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. I'm always going to let my kids put their shoes on. I'm going to teach my kids how to put their shoes on, and they will put them on by themselves. If I
0: ever catch you putting the shoes on your child coming up in life, I will mock you forever.
1: Exactly. So that's why (laughs) I must absolutely do it now.
0: Accountability.
1: Yes. I just, I mean, it is important. But that's the other thing where perspective comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I can get in my own head and feel like I'm in a rush and I need to have, I need to just do it myself to get it done. But then my perspective keys in and goes, no, no, no. If somebody's willing to help, I need to take a second. I need to let them. And here's what I'm going to do. I mean, it always takes me longer to figure out how to delegate something but it's so important to do that yeah and when somebody offers to help to actually say you know what yeah let me figure out how to make this work Mm -hmm. I did that with a recent work project yeah I had a lot to do a couple people volunteered to help and I was like okay let me set this up so that you can actually help me yeah and I did and it worked out great perfect So, see, there you go. That's what you gotta do. I don't
0: know that that actually solved the dilemma, but
1: take a second to figure
0: out how to delegate. I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Some people struggle with delegating things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, there is the much-anticipated Crap Shoveler's Dilemma. let us
1: know what you think, because, I mean, we don't freaking know.
0: We don't know. We think we're geniuses, because we are, but, you know... (laughs)
1: It's hard to be given a scenario and not actually be in the scenario.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's just difficult.
2: And you never know how
1: you're actually going to handle something until it's happening. do. Which is why you can't really. I would never judge a parent for putting their shoes on their child.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. You know? No, absolutely not.
1: I mean, I I would never.
2: Um. Yeah, because I don't really care. Yes, you parent your children. Whatever you
1: want to do. I mean, don't be abusive. Yeah. There you go. It feels like that one time that I said, I mean, Laura, if you came to me and said you had a crush on a 14-year-old boy, I'd be like, no. Yeah, we
2: don't have to
0: talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We still can just. (laughs) Still don't like that scenario for some reason. I just. (laughs) Oh, okay. So let's talk about my friend that we'll call Savannah. Savannah. So if anyway, she mad
1: at me. no. Okay, good. No, no, no. I went a little hard. I felt like when I listened back to it, a little bit, <laughs> but
0: it's all right. I told her, you know, that we didn't think she was. Um, well, anyway, I'll I'll read our kind of exchange a little bit. Okay. She said she did not know about the blackout days prior to him surprising her. Um. Uh, for, okay. So just to summarize, last episode, I have a friend who works at a job that has blackout days, and her uh, boyfriend bought her um, tickets, or not tickets, bought her uh, all-paid-for vacation in a few months that apparently coincide with some blackout days that she didn't know about, and now she doesn't know if her boss is going to let her go or not, and that, along with other things, has been making her wonder whether she should resign from the job, period. Does that cover everything that's good okay so anyway we asked her a few follow-up questions so we could come back and discuss she said that she did not know about the blackout days prior to him surprising her they are blackout days because it's basically the holidays it's in december the trip takes place in december directly after she finishes finals for fall semester and i asked so what do you do again she said she's a team lead and then in parentheses, manager at a shoe store. I asked if the trip was refundable or transferable. She said, no, it's not. Um, she thinks that he could possibly get some money back, but probably not all, and not all of it. Um, and so she's going to be talking to her boss. If she hasn't already, she's going to be talking to her boss this week. And she sent me this really long message. She calls it really long. Uh, that I'm going to summarize. Yeah. I mean, it's lengthy, but I feel like she felt she needed to clarify some things. Okay. So, here's her statement. First of all, I wanted to say thank you for, uh, thank you both for taking the time out of your lives to help me with my situation. I appreciate both of your questions, comments, and concerns. I feel like it really does help to have an unbiased opinion. I do have a few clarifications and things to add, though. The trip is in December. I asked way ahead of time because I wanted her to be aware, her being the boss, I wanted her to be aware as well as to make sure that I would be able to have it off. Additionally, with everything going on, I wanted to go ahead and bring it up so I didn't surprise her and stress her out. I work in retail, so that's why there are blackout days. However, I had no prior knowledge about the blackout days. I was only informed about them after already having asked for the time off for vacation. She literally showed me a piece of paper and said, these are blackout days. I would have told my boyfriend, family, and friends if I had already known, but I had absolutely no idea until then. It was never mentioned to me even when I got hired. So the vacation isn't flexible because it's fully paid for and non-refundable. If there was to be any kind of refund at all, he would not get the full amount back. I was already thinking about leaving because of the lack of structure and all of the employees are leaving. In response to what Amber said, I do not see myself staying. Next page. I do not see myself staying there five to ten years. It's definitely temporary. However, it did take me months to find a job. Plus, I'm making the most I've ever made, and although it's stressful with school, they do work with me on my school schedule. Also, thank you so much for all of your kind words. I am still sorry I scared you. Ha ha. I was pretty out...
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh, you you were scared of her. Mm Mm-hmm. Funny. That was a funny part.
0: Um... I am so sorry I scared you, haha. I was always pretty outgoing growing up, and I can see how that might scare someone off. But I'm thankful that you see me for how I truly am and how I want to be seen by others' people. That matters a lot to me. Because I was saying, like, how sweet she is and what a good person she is. I was just scared of her as a kid. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know if it was because she was outgoing or if there was just something there that I misinterpreted. Like, who knows? We're in fourth grade. Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Worst
0: year of my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. You had a go of it, man. Um, yeah, I wish they would be okay with it just this one time. That would be amazing. It is completely unlike me to do any of anything of this nature. I take my job and my responsibilities seriously. I'm a very loyal employee, and that is why it is so difficult for me to make this choice. My boss did stress to me that this doesn't happen, and her boss probably wouldn't allow it either for the same reason. She gave me hope, but at the same time, I still have major doubts. I'm worried that she might fire me on the spot, which I'm not financially prepared for at this time, or that something else could happen. I'm, suppos- I'm supposed to talk to her about it tomorrow, but I'm still apprehensive. I really tried my best. Uh, I really tried my best to explain, but I don't know what else to say. I also don't want to feel guilty about it. I know I didn't do it intentionally. It was a paid-for surprise, I was really hoping it would be okay and still kind of am. I told her that I would do whatever needed to be done beforehand to prepare for me not being there. But it's retail, so there isn't much I can prepare for. If you have any more questions, I'm open to answering them. Thanks again. Oh, my gosh. And so I said, we totally uh, didn't think you did it intentionally because I didn't get to read through the whole message. And I just saw I didn't do it intentionally and said, we totally didn't think that you did. Sorry if it came out that way. I don't have time to go through your message right now, but when I definitely will when I get a chance, I think you're the bee's knees and I think your boyfriend uh, what your boyfriend did was really sweet. And she said, oh no, I didn't think you guys thought that at all. I just wanted to say that for my own sake. And it's almost like I feel so guilty that she has to keep reminding herself that she didn't do it on purpose, which I totally get that where it's like you just feel guilted by your yeah. job in a way. I get that. So anyway. Okay. Hearing all that, what are your
1: thoughts? Yes. I still stand by everything I said last episode for just general information. Yeah. For her specific situation, I have a few thoughts. Okay. Number one, screw retail. (laughs) Just screw retail. I I feel like, do they have to be this way? I genuinely have worked retail before, and it was always a disaster getting any time off. Yeah. I mean, hey, I can't work next Saturday. Why? Yeah. But what do you have going on? Well, what not there somebody else who can come in? Don't we have a bunch of people who work here? Like, what? (laughs) I mean, can I just talk to them and have one of them come in? It's ridiculous. And the fact that they don't realize they're not going to have her anyway. If they don't let her take this time off, she's thinking about leaving. Mm -hmm. So then you're not going to have an employee at all. Nope. So I don't understand. If there's coverage, it's fine. And you know what? I understand times are different right now after COVID, there's shortages, there's all this stuff. People still have to live lives. And here's the crap shoveler's dilemma coming into play because Mm -hmm. it's not her responsibility to carry the weight of the company. She still needs to have a life. And just because she shows up to work every day and takes her responsibility seriously, they don't want her to go on vacation and they're going to lose her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's ridiculous. And not knowing about the blackout days, then yeah, this is like literally... That's so frustrating. Yeah. And that's such plenty of notice. And they can figure it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. So here's, but after listening to the last episode, though, I did have a thought about Mm -hmm. something I said. Because how it was really difficult for her to find this job. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I don't think that you should up and quit your job. Mm -hmm. I think you should start looking for another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Find time. Prioritize it. To find another job. There are jobs that will interview you on lunch breaks. Some Mm -hmm. of them can meet immediately after work or after school, between classes. Like, and you can explain your situation. Like, I'm in school, I'm doing this, so this is the time that I have for an interview. I mean, start looking for another one. Yeah. And then leave. And if you don't find one in time, reconvene that. Like, come up with a timeline in your head. If I don't find another job by this point, here's what I'm going to do. hmm But, I mean, that's kind of insane. Yeah. And aren't they looking for employees, like, everywhere? I guess being willing to work with her school schedule is the issue. Yeah. That's what I could imagine.
0: What do you think? I think that it's so hard because I'm, I'm conflicted
2: as far as, well, okay. If this trip were not all expenses paid for already, I would say if it's blackout days you kind of have an obligation to the company.
0: Does that make sense? But because it is all expenses paid for.
1: Um but it wasn't communicated that she had blackout days.
0: That's that's a good point. I forgot about that. So that that does change things. That's I what
1: makes like a that I feel like that should be
0: Mhm. Yeah. If you so, didn't
1: tell me there are blackout days then they're not blackout days.
0: So let's go with the assumption. Okay. So let's go with the assumption she was told about them prior. That's when I would be like, I'm sorry, you have an obligation. When you were hired, you were made aware of them. Yep. But, like you said, because she wasn't made aware of them, and this is such, such big notice, like, we're only in August, and this was July when she first asked, then, yeah, I just.
1: And are they blackout days? Or did she just ask for that time off and they went, you know what, these
2: are kind of like blackout days. Right. That you aren't really supposed to take time off. Mm-hmm. What if I'm sick those days?
0: Yeah. Whoops. Well, yes. Sorry, I have the flu. Very ill. Sorry, I'll have the flu December 12th through <laughs> <laughs> whatever.
1: I mean, I'm, I will never suggest to play sick unless you work retail, because <laughs> they treat you like absolute crap. Yeah, You basically are a crap shoveler when you work retail. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm always nice to retail employees. Mm-hmm. And I was with somebody before who did not treat them well. And I was like, you know what? Really? Screw you. Because they have a very crappy job. Mm-hmm. And I know that they were told to stand in the front of that store and ask me if I needed help with anything. What was this person like?
0: Like, which person are we talking about?
1: <laughs> you know the person I'm talking
0: I'm about. Laura. Well, I know, I know who it is once... But I'm trying to think of what they, how they would
2: interact with the retail workers.
1: Just act very, like, I remember one time we were in a furniture store. And when you're in a furniture store, people come up to you periodically and ask if you need anything. Yeah. And this employee was about to come over to us. And he said, I swear if one more person comes over and asks me if I need anything. And I don't even remember what he said the rest of his sentence, but I was like, oh.
0: Oh no! And
1: then the employee like walked away. Yeah. And I just thought, are you freaking kidding me? Now nobody else is gonna come ask it. And then we needed help like not even ten minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the big deal? Why can't we just work with somebody? I mean, this is their job. They're probably bored yeah. out of their minds. I know exactly what I want. Why can't we just talk to the person who works here? Yeah.
0: Okay, I do know who this person <laughs> is. I right, okay. You
1: know. Yes. I'm yeah. Like, you know. And that's just insane. well. There it was, was a
0: couple of people that I was like, I could see that.
1: Okay, remember the chain of fools? We talked about
2: this before.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> There's been a chain of fools.
0: A chain of fools. Um, I just hate it for her. I think she's in a really tight spot. But I think that if there are other things that are kind of preventing her from wanting to stay there, yeah, start the looking process. Start looking.
1: I'm not telling you to up and quit your job. Like that's not gonna, that's not realistic. Yeah. But start reaching out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of just believe in, you know, if you're not where you want to be, figure out how to get there. And if that's not where you're trying to be in the next five to ten years, where are you trying to be? Mm-hmm. You know? And talk to people. Here's what I'm interested in. Do you know of any openings at your company? I mean, you'd be surprised what people could hook you up with. It's true. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, and if you want anybody to look over your resume, we've got you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You can email it to us.
0: But at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com.
1: Yes. As a Word document, too. We're not clicking on any links.
0: Nope. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not.
1: But that's what I think. I just think that start looking. Just start looking. Because that just really sucks. And I'm mad at management. For not communicating that they were blackout days and then being like, oh no, whoops, sorry, you were going to take vacation, lol, that's not happening. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There has to be a better way. Go find a job. There's this, there's this woman on TikTok that I follow. Oh my gosh, what is her name? It's like Taco Bell Rockstar or something
2: like that. I love that. No, it's not. not. (laughs) What's her name?
1: Her name is like Ellen Mm. or something. I, I'll i have to find her and share her on Instagram, but I think that she's great. She makes retail videos about when she used to work in retail,
2: mm. and
1: she quit her full-time retail job to do content creation full-time, but then was still going to work retail part-time. Mm-hmm. She ended up getting a waitressing job at a country club. Okay. Uh, part-time, and she loves it. Hey, look at that. And is like bringing everybody over from retail to go work at the country club. (laughs) So, I mean, there's all kinds of options out there that something will work better for you. Yeah. I honestly, I believe that. And I think you should manifest that and just start trying to find it. Yeah. I mean, you got plenty of
2: time. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah. I know. Until December. And what's cool is if you started a new job and you had a vacation planned at your other job, just saying, hey, I had taken off from my last job and it had gotten approved for me to go on vacation. Is that going to be a problem? And I guess you can either ask that in the, the interview or after you get hired. I'm not sure really when the best time to bring that when up you get is. Hired. When you get hired. Um, yeah, that, that makes more sense. And uh, mentioning it that way. And usually the employers will be like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Because they want to um, stay committed to the same obligations that you are... Or they want to... um, What's the phrase I'm looking for?
1: Honor your... Honor
0: your prior commitments.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, if I'm going to start a new job, I don't know the schedule. I don't know the blackout days of this new job. Hey, I already have this vacation planned. It's during these times. I've never had a job be... Not okay with me taking vacation that I'd already planned. Yeah. And I've gotten a few jobs, and I think at every single one of them I've had to say, hey, by the way, I already have this trip planned.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you
1: live your life, and you plan your life, and then you change jobs. Like, yep. Just is what it is, fam.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of how you have jobs and whatnot.
1: <laughs> Laura, just tell us your news.
0: <laughs> Don't try to come up with a
1: segue. <laughs> Let's give our
0: season 3 finale episode updates. Finale updates. Okay, so guys, uh starting mid-August, I'm going to be selling furniture cuz I flip furniture for fun and sell um when I have time and availability. Well, I'm going to be selling and you're
1: very good at
0: it. Well, thank you. Yes. Um and I'm selling I'm going to be selling my furniture in a store, like in a uh antique or like a craft boutique situation.
1: Yes I think that is so amazing.
0: I'm so excited. It was so I just happened to be passing through an area that I never go through. It just was there was a like a five minute delay on the interstate so I went off an earlier exit and went a totally different way than normal and the different paths that I ignored to go down this one like the different route options that came up that I was like no I just feel like going this way I don't know like it was so cool and so there the boutique was and it was a beautiful logo um and it said vendors wanted and I was like you know I had thought about this about a year ago about trying to get into a boutique but I chickened out because it didn't feel like it was um it didn't feel like it was possible or that I was good enough or that I would have enough inventory but, um, I spoke with the woman who owns the company or the business and I told her where I'm at with my chronic illnesses and how I don't always have a ton of inventory, but like, what size space can I rent? And so I'm only renting like a five by five, which is not many pieces of furniture at all. So I just, I don't know. I'm just really excited and.
1: Yeah. And you can stage it really well too, because I've been to those places where people have booths.
2: Yes. And
1: honestly, the places that I want to shop are the ones that are less crowded. Mm -hmm. So I think less inventory is gonna work in your favor. Yeah. And the way that you stage them, usually for your pictures, if you, you know, figure out a cool way to do that. Yeah. And I've seen furniture that's been refinished at places and thought, eh. Yeah. But I see your stuff, and I'm like, wow, that's so cute. Thank you
0: so much. And, you know, and she is going to stage it with her products, too, like, with all the – because she's – it's a lot of, like, uh earrings and home decor and stuff oh, like that. Cool. It's, like, a, a building about the size of half of my house on one story. So it's not big at all, um, which I kind of love because it's very intentional about the space that's being used. It's not just, yeah. like, a whole lot of – random stuff it's very intentional very cute high caliber art and so um we'll have to
1: go there set it up yeah a picture for your Instagram. yeah
0: absolutely uh-huh. and I think she's gonna spread out my furniture throughout the store I just have to keep it within that five by five restrictions but she's gonna um Put it like in different areas, wherever it's gonna look best. I kind of am giving her creative control with that.
1: Do you need to get Do you need to get a printout of your logo to hang up in your space?
0: That's what I'm wondering, and I'll probably I need to. Awesome? I know. Oh, I have ideas. Oh, I'm gonna need you to help me send her a message and ask her all those questions <laughs> once we get off the Yay. podcast. I was about to say once we get off the phone.
2: <laughs> I love event
1: booths. And designing adventures.
0: Yeah, and I'll show you pictures of the place. It's really cute. Um, but I'm really excited, and uh, I never thought I would actually be able to make this work. And I'm only—it's only three months at a time worth of a contract. So we'll see. I, hopefully, it works ah. out. It's going to be a lot because I'll be doing the podcast, I'll be going to work full time, doing school full time, and now doing furniture, pretty full time. Like at least have a few yeah. pieces a month.
1: Fortunately, though, we take breaks from the podcast. It's true. And we get a pretty good break from school because we work hard to have a longer break. Yeah. So, in that time. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not doing school, I'm also more available.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so true. I can help you. <laughs> That's true because Amber is uh, a, an associate of the Laurel Refinishing. Um, you can follow me on Instagram little mini plug, <laughs> but um, or on Facebook, and yeah, so your girl's doing things.
1: I'm so proud. Thank you. That's thank so you. Thank cool. you.
0: But tell us about your updates.
1: Okay, my season three finale update is that we've come full circle. How so, Amber? Or maybe not full circle, maybe 180. Okay. <laughs> so if you've listened from the beginning, you would know. That at the beginning of season one, I was coming to you from Laura's house, living in my parents' basement. hmm Had just moved from Minnesota, was unemployed. Yep. And coming off of my chain of fools.
0: <laughs> yep. A single Pringle, if you will. A
1: single Pringle coming off a chain of fools, had no desire to be anybody. Nope. Um, living in my parents' basement, unemployed, and now we are podcasting from my own place ah! that I purchased
0: all it's by herself,
1: all by myself, and it is a condo. But hey, I own the condo. You own it. It's two stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it so much. Yes. So from my condo, plus have a job, obviously, which I've yeah. talked about repeatedly. So I do have a job, a really awesome job that I can afford yep. to buy my own condo. Yep. Um. And I'm in a stable relationship.
0: With a really great guy that if I had to pick somebody for Amber, it would be this person.
1: Crazy how that happens. It's
0: crazy. I know.
1: It's wild. And so another cool update is now. So Laura, Ashley, and I Mm -hmm. are all homeowners.
0: Isn't that so cool? Yeah.
1: And so we're planning a girls weekend. Yes. And – I have this whole idea for an Instagram post where we're, like, out on the town, and it's, like, or maybe we're just in here hanging out at my condo, and it's, like, when, like, when all your friends have mortgage payments, this is
2: what your girls' weekend looks like. Yep. (laughs) Because
0: it's crazy. Because it's a lot. I know.
1: There's so much. And it's not just your mortgage payments.
0: And I love that you bought your house way after Ashley did, and you moved in first.
1: Yes. <laughs> Ashley just moved in. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. I just was... love that so much.
1: Oh, my gosh. And it's been pretty much done for a hot minute. Yeah. Like, she could have moved in, right?
0: Yes and no. I think there was enough painting that it would have been frustrating to move all her stuff in.
1: That's true. Plus, she had to move all of her stuff in. She got the cat. We slept on her couches that one time. Yeah slept on her couch it wasn't very comfortable because I slept on basically just a massive chair
0: yeah I was thinking how did y'all make that work (laughs) but I slept
1: on the massive chair and then Ashley woke me up in the morning like butt crack of dawn yeah tapping me on the shoulder fully ready and said
2: so Waffle House (laughs) and I'm like girl I am asleep (laughs)
0: season three yeah
1: we've come so far it's almost been a year we have one more season of 2022
0: yeah that is insane
1: so four seasons in the year. yeah and then the podcast birthday is january
0: 1st isn't that so cool
1: I is yet. it really
0: the first of january yeah, or this
1: remember we um went ahead and released episode one on january 1st because yeah
0: the- yeah, we were really excited. Actually, I feel like it got released a little bit. We started promoting it January 1st, but it technically got released like December 18th or something because yeah, we, we were it. testing it.
1: Yes, but our podcast birthday.
0: Our podcast official birthday. Yep. Yep. I know. We've got three seasons under our belt. It's a lot of fun. Um, I feel like we learn a lot as we go through it because we're learning as we go, too. It's not like we're experts, you know? Yeah.
1: Don't go back and listen to our old episodes and, you know, cancel us. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, right? That's all I needed is to get canceled.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. So, when I tell people I have a podcast, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you have a podcast? Yeah. what's it called. And I tell them, Badly Professionally, you should look it up, and they pull it up on Spotify. Yeah, they go, oh, crap, two seasons? Wait, three seasons? You got three seasons? Like, yeah. they almost don't even think it's legit. Yeah. And then pull it up and see. No, we've been doing this for a minute.
0: For a hot minute. We have, like, hundreds and hundreds of downloads. Like, people actually listen. It's pretty cool. Very exciting.
1: So thank you for being here with
0: us. Yeah, thank you. And tell your friends. And um, give us ideas on how we can improve or things that you already like. Or uh, if you need advice like my friend Savannah. And uh, we're happy to help. That's kind of our, like, life mission is to help.
1: (laughs) Yes. I want to, I think we said it before in our mission and vision, but, like, Mm -hmm. my whole thing is I want to inspire other people to go on a journey of self-discovery. Yeah. Because I feel like that changed my life. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to inspire other people to
0: do. Absolutely. Well, I guess that wraps up Season 3. woo I guess for the last time this season, I'm going to read our um, thing of all of our different social medias. Let's
1: start with, thank you, Colby, my brother, for our podcast intro always. And outro. Yep, and outro. And is that the only other thing? We always add that to the end.
0: Yeah. Is that the only other thing? I think that's the only other thing.
1: Cool, and now you can follow us, please.
0: All right. Email us at mildlyprofessional249 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. Follow our subreddit, rmildlyprofessional. Follow us on TikTok at mildlyprofessionalpod. Like us on Facebook at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at mildlyprofessionalpodcast. Make sure to – you can listen to us there. You can listen to us anywhere that you get your uh, podcast just about. I think there's like four places that we don't – um aren't listed on and that's just because they're not very popular <laughs> and so get it's off of those so get off of those what are you doing so <laughs> thank you guys so much as always for listening and for being with us on this fun journey Yeah, and um have a great couple of months and we'll see you
1: soon on the actual holidays and cheers for
0: happy holidays, happy holidays. <laughs>